0: this is the show it off podcast encouraging you to show off your unique self your true messy beautiful perfectly imperfect self this is about discovering and sharing your inner light with confidence. When we do this, everyone benefits. The law of oneness means any good we do for ourselves is doing good for all. I am Sarah Fay I am a single mom who helps other single moms build a life they are proud of and happy in as I learn to do the same. After creating a successful confidence-building youth program for girls in California and using my 11 years experience as a yoga and meditation teacher, I am a confidence coach helping women from here in Hawaii where I am living a simple island life with my daughter. Each Monday, this podcast serves up true stories and inspiring messages to support you on your journey to becoming shamelessly and unapologetically confident so you can show off your light, show off your authentic self, show off who you were born to be. This is the Show It Off podcast. Are you a single mama? Are you ready to change the experience of being a single mama? No longer do we have to be poor, stressed, exhausted, lonely, or unhealthy, working three jobs and barely ever seeing our kids. Nope, that may have been the way single mamas were doing things in the past, but we are a new generation of women, and we have new resources at our fingertips. What if being a single mom looked like being in a village of sister friends, sharing expenses, supporting each other in childcare and household responsibilities, all while making lots of money and having a great balance of being present with your babies but also using your mind and energy to doing work that you love. Sound impossible? Well, it's very possible, and I know this because I'm doing it myself right now, and I can show you how. I have built an online course with an interactive online community that includes modules like self-care 101, be your own boss, how to build community where you are right now, how to be happy as a single woman, dating as a single mama, and my personal favorite, you can do paperwork, navigating the legal side of being a single mama. This course is sold module by module for only $37 each. So you can pick and choose the modules depending on what your needs are right now. There are also free modules to help you with the process of leaving and up-leveling your mindset for success in all areas of your life. Plus lots of one-on-one and group support. Does this make you excited? Do you wanna join the Empowered Single single Mama Sisterhood? well all you have to do is go to sarahfayshoff.com and enter your email then you will be put on a special list and i will invite you when the course goes public and i will also give you free support right away look being a single mama can seem impossibly hard but that is because of the way we have been going about it we can change that which we want to change in our lives this can be the most empowering season of your entire life, and you do not have to do it alone. So go to the site, the link is in the show notes, and join the Empowered Single Mama Sisterhood today. You guys, wait till you hear what I have in store for you today. I, am, I know every podcast always says that they're beyond excited for today's guest. But I know it's genuine because I am super excited for you guys to meet my dear friend, my yoga teacher, my ally in this world that we are in. And her name is Dana DeMara, and she is here on the line with us. And I'm just going to let the interview and the episode speak for itself and just sit back and relax because I know you're about to feel so fed, so high-vibed, so inspired by my beautiful, beautiful guest and what she mm-hmm. has to share today. So hi, honey.
1: Hi, Sarah. How are you, honey? Mm,
0: so, so happy to like give the Show It Off listeners a chance to meet you and, and hear you and, and just, yeah, I'm just stoked.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm really honored that you asked me to be on your, on your show, Sarah. This is amazing. I'm really glad we've reconnected.
0: Me too, me too. So it's been a long time since I saw um, Dana in person. But when we both lived in the Bay Area, I was the um, dorky, eager, excited student of hers and her amazing, fun yoga classes. I was the one sitting in the front row, like just jumping out of my skin with excitement, always ready to like listen to every word. And her, you know, if you could take a yoga class and close your eyes, the entire time and completely follow the sequence without ever having to look up. It's such a gift. And that is what I love about your classes is that I was, that's what you offer and that's how clear your, your speak is and your instruction. And it's really magical. So I'm really just happy that we reconnected too in this way. I never thought back then that I'd have a podcast and that you'd be a guest on it. So this is really an honor. (laughs) So, I know I've given a tiny intro, but for, you know, the people who, um, you know, haven't heard of you, will you please just share a little bit about who you are and what you're passionate about?
1: Sure. Um, my name is Dana DeMara and I am, well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a lot of things. It's funny what we put in front of the two little important words. I am right. So, yeah. So. I'll say for right now in this life, uh, I'm a mother of two teenage girls. They're 15 and 17. I've had full custody of them for 10 years now. Um, and, uh, I met Sarah in the Bay area. Like she said, I taught yoga in San Francisco and Marin County for a while. Um, before that I owned my own yoga studio in Washington state. And now I live in Cardiff by the sea in Southern California, um, still teaching yoga, but always evolving at how I deliver the message of these teachings. And, um, you know, I, I when I say I'm a yoga teacher, I get the, uh, oh, you must be really flexible. Ha, 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 ha. And <laughs> yeah. it's so, it's so, and now I just kind of laugh, but there's so much more to these practices. I, I believe I'm, um, I'm not just a yoga teacher. I'm. I love to train teachers. I'm very passionate about people uh, if they're going to say they're going to teach yoga to show up as authentically as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm also very passionate about um, our youth, uh, specifically middle school to high school kids, for many many reasons. Um, I'm very passionate about um, well, right now just seeing the evolution of our world and how all the systems really are in a bit of an upheaval and um, watching the astrology. I'm also an astrologist. Um, mm-hmm. So I read people's charts and I've been watching the astrology and I kind of knew something was coming and there's some big things happening right now in the world. And um, sure, yeah, so I, I dabble in a lot of things, but I, I think one of the most, one of the things I'm most passionate about is being truthful and however you show up being very authentic, um, being liberated from your past, like really being able to make decisions mm. from a from a higher perspective as often as you can, and then really finding love in as many situations as possible. And I know that sometimes that takes a bit of time and work and effort, but and that's really whatever modality brings me there, whether it's astrology or you know, trainings or yoga. People like that's really what I'm passionate. About.
0: Oh, I love that! And mm-hmm. you're also an author. <laughs> I am. I love an, that you didn't even mention that. <laughs> I am
1: an author. I know it's so funny. My mom always went on the sale of your books. So <laughs> uh, um. Yes, I am an author. I've written two books: ohms from the Mat from I actually wrote them when my kids were one and three took me a little bit of time books that you can kind of pick up and, um, just kind of open up the book to any Mm -hmm. page for a message for the day, which was just what I needed when I became a mom. Like I don't Mm -hmm. even remember the last time I read a book cover to cover. Um, so yeah, I wrote a couple books and it's been quite a journey, you know? Um, been quite a journey over the last ten or eleven years or so.
0: Absolutely. I remember um, when I met you, just being amazed that because I mean, it was it's funny looking back, but I remember when I met you, I was um, new to the Bay Area, had been teaching yoga for just a few years, and really had the dream of having a family. This was before I became a mom had the dream of having a family, a husband and, you know, kids and just being an author and being a yoga teacher. And I was really like intrigued by you and really amazed because um, part of what you shared and, you know, you speak about being authentic and I've always seen that about you. You're super authentic. I love it. I've also seen some people be kind of like, I don't know, uncomfortable in their skin, you know, when I see them, when they're like around people who are really super authentic. And I'm sure I've seen that, you know, in group, when we're in groups of people and I love it and I think it's beautiful. And I remember you were really candid about, um, making the choice to leave an unhappy relationship and following your heart and doing what you knew was best for your life and the life of your children. And I remember being, you know, so young and naive and just not really being able to, like, wrap my head around that, being like, that's all the things I want, you know, like, how could you, like, choose to not want that? I don't get it, you know. And now, fast forward, <laughs> I don't know how many years later, maybe nine, and um, and I've done the exact same thing. And I didn't know back then that my future self would Think back on those conversations that, that, um, and those like, testimonials, in a sense, that you shared and be like, well, I've seen it done, so I know I can do it. And I know that a lot of women who listen to this show are either thinking about leaving an unhappy, sometimes even an abusive relationship, which was the case for me, and, um, or have just left. So I'm curious if you'd be willing to speak on that a little bit for the women who are listening and, and are, are, might need that inspiration or some, some, I don't know, just story around that. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, <clears throat> first of all, I had no idea you felt that way. That's interesting. <laughs> 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 um, and then secondly, I, I want to say that um, I like that you use the word story. Because I want to remind us all, um, wherever we are on this journey, that we are in a story all the time. We're always in a narrative. And even yearning and wanting something in particular, like I want that white picket fence and I want that man and I want the, you know, we have this dream. Mm -hmm. We have this dream of what our life will look like. You know, um, even that is a narrative. That's a story of what we've told Mm -hmm. ourselves. And it really is, as you know, as well as I do, Sarah, that it's an expectation. And then when we set our expectations to a certain level, then we open up ourselves for a disappointment. So um, I think, if anything, these teachings have taught me to um, have, a, have, a, have a dream and then be open to it showing up um, in, in divine way as opposed to attaching. And I think that's one of the things that I've learned over the last uh, let's see, it was 2012, 2013. So yeah, you're right. Like, you know, seven, eight, nine years, um, just Mm -hmm. letting go of the story. And so I think too, um, you know, even as I tell my version of the story, it's only an experience. It's only my version. It's, it's, it's my experience through my lens, through my very limited lens of Mm -hmm. where I was at at that time. And, you know, i I'm going through a, I'm still going through court cases with this, um, the father of my children. And even now still recognizing places where I'm I'm fully understanding even more where he was at, where at the time I, I didn't even have that, the depth of understanding. So I'm glad you use the word story because if we can always take a step back and dial out our aperture of where we're at, at any given moment, just as far as we can. And then just work from there and not expect to know everything because what was true for me at that time is still pretty true for me now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think following our intuition is really, really powerful And, and really knowing that even if we don't know it all, even if we are like, well, what if this happens or what if that happens or what if he does this, or what if he really does that, or what if he really means this, you, we have to get past all of that and just drop into how we feel. So I just, I want to say that, um, in the beginning, just because I think you, you use the word story and that really opened up a thought for me, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think the biggest thing is that I, um, you know, for me personally, I remember the day when I decided that I, <clears throat> excuse me, wanted to leave and I've even told my, my daughters this, you know, waited till they were older where they could kind of understand, but they still don't really get it. You know? Mm. Um, I remember the day I, I was, uh, I was either pregnant or my daughter was real little. My now 15 year old was real little. And I, he had gotten an inheritance and I said, this is one. And I wasn't working. I said, this is wonderful. You know, we can do this with that. We can pay off our student loan. With that We can do this. And, he said, um, this is my money. And I Mm -hmm. remember being very triggered by that at the time, like very triggered, like, Oh my God, I'm so vulnerable. I'm not working, you know? And I got very, I fell very much into fear. Now I wasn't aware of all my fears around money at that time and about being abandoned. Mm -hmm. I wasn't aware of any of that. So I got very triggered and went into trigger mode and got really nervous, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. I mean again, I wanna preface this, Sarah, by saying that my intuition was spot on. So mm. regardless of some of the the narrative or blind spots that I had at the time, because my intuition was very, very strong. I knew it wasn't the person I was supposed to be with. Mm-hmm. Dropping into that fear was was a real thing. And 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 I don't know if this is relevant, but I just you know, what I want to say is that it's what the collective is feeling now. It's the fear that the collective is feeling. So for me right now, mm. with the world the way it is, I'm not afraid because I know, oh. I know that it's going to be okay. But at that time, I I was feeling what a lot of people are probably feeling now because my basic yep. need potentially may have not been met. Okay. So... Yeah. so time goes by, time goes by. My daughter's now three, you know, two, three years later and I decide I'm going to leave and I'm still in fear. It took me five years. Wow. Five years of living in a in a story that I knew needed to go but I was afraid to be up by myself. I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to take care of my kids. I was afraid. I was afraid, afraid, afraid. And I <clears throat> I wanted to say that in the very beginning, remember what I said? I said, the two most powerful words in the English language are I am. So I think something that came up really powerful for me during that time was remember remembering that I could create that, which I wanted if I just remembered the power of my words and my intuition. And I remember going to this crystal shop. I lived in Washington state at the time and I used to go there all the time. And I went to the owner and I said, I was telling her all about it, my dilemma. And I said, I don't know what to do. I'm really afraid. Like, what if, I can't, what if I can't support my kids? And she stopped what she was doing. Her name was Kim. I'll never forget it. She stopped mm. what she was doing. She looked me dead in the eye and she said, well, there's no choice. You have no choice. <laughs> so you true. have to do it. So whatever doubts mm-hmm. you have going on in your mind, you need to tune them out. And you need to drop into your feet and you need to connect to God, divine source, whatever you believe to be true. Mm -hmm. And you need to just do it. And you need to ask for guidance every single day. And that day Mm -hmm. forward, I, I did. That's what I did. And I just made a decision to switch the way I was thinking about my potential and what I could do, uh, while following my passion, while not succumbing to, you know, something that I didn't want to do for my work or my life. I wanted to be able to teach my kids that they could do whatever they wanted, you know, without sacrifice, sacrifice because I never wanted to go back and say, well, I took this dumb job because of you. Never, never. And to this day, both my children know that, that I have made choices, not sacrifices choices for all three of us. Never do mm-hmm. we we say to our children that I've made sacrifices for you. No, oh, no, 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 no. So I think that, you know, I, I think si- sitting from that place of like really trusting in, in our own abilities that we are guided and, you know, taking on a spiritual practice, whatever it is, is was really, really powerful. And then you just have to turn up the volume on that, <laughs> on that spiritual practice and mm-hmm. tune everything else out. And really know who your allies are, really know who your allies are. Um,
0: So Mm -hmm. you can
1: really drop into them and, and ask them for support and, you know, with whatever you need and know that you're going to be supported. It's a, it's a very challenging choice to make, but we have to know that um, the choice to stay, uh, you know, tightly wound in a bud It has got to just be abolished. Like you've got to be able to expand, and that has to get so uncomfortable Mm. for you that you just can't take it anymore. You know,
0: gosh, that's so true.
1: Oh, I love that. You've got to be able. You've got to be able to expand, and and when you're dealing Mm. with kids, I think you have to be smart too. I mean, I obviously every single situation is going to be different. You know, mine mine was mine wasn't like an emergency situation where I had to get out, you know, like immediately there wasn't any mm-hmm. physical abuse. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any, you know, anything like that. Now looking back, there was a lot of emotional abuse. It was, And, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't have known mm-hmm. it back then. Um, but looking mm-hmm. back, it was just, I mean, we were, we were emotionally and verbally abused. And I, I don't even think he meant to do it. I mean, I can, I can honestly say like, people aren't mean at heart. They're just wounded. Yeah. They're just wounded. So, um, you know, looking back, there was an abuse. I didn't feel like I had to run, but I definitely felt like I had to protect myself and it took me a year, Mm -hmm. a year where I would, I didn't say anything to anybody and I would go to the grocery store and I would buy gift cards for the grocery store and I would hide them And I was hiding Mm -hmm. money around the house. I was asking clients to pay me in cash, you know, Mm -hmm. because of that one statement of it's my money. And, 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 you know, I mean, now I don't know if I created it or not, but the day I asked for a divorce, two days later, my bank account was closed. Now, it was that a self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> based on my fear and my actions toward my fear mm. could be could be maybe if I would have talked, maybe if I would have had more tools, I could have changed the situation, but I think the outcome was would be the same as it is now, you know. I think my intuition, yeah. especially based on now the events over the past 9 years, it's it's the same. Right. I'm watching him live the same narrative. Only now it's involving the girls. And so I, I feel mm-hmm. like, I think, Sarah, if I had to sum all of that up, it's like you have to follow your intuition and you have to not really act from a place of fear, but instead a place of strategy and, and intelligence. Yes. You know, you can't be, yeah, you I can't do. be dumb. You can't mm-hmm. be dramatic. You got to let go of the story and the narrative And always remember that it's not even about you. It's about the kids. Always. Yep. In those situations. So.
0: Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's Mm -hmm. really powerful. And I want to, real quick, before I forget, if anyone's listening and thinking about they're in a situation where they're experiencing emotional abuse, I want to highlight this moment in your mind and let you really understand that emotional abuse is just Mm -hmm. as toxic and just as damaging and just as not okay as any other kind of abuse. Yep. It's very, very Mm -hmm. damaging, especially when our children are seeing us endure.
1: Yeah. And I'll tell you, Sarah, Uh you know, I have the privilege to, I've had the privilege to raise these two teens And
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm only now seeing the outcome of years of them being in a toxic, you know, witness to a toxic relationship and then Mm -hmm. watching their mom, um, their mom's fear uh, overshadow her ability to be present as often as she could be and her fear overshadow Mm -hmm. her ability to, to really be present and show them how much she loves them. Now, anybody on the outside that knows me, they would go, are you kidding me? You've done such a great job. And I know I have, so I don't want to say like, I haven't done a good job. I know I have, but I want to just really do talk to your point of like emotional abuse is huge. And it, 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 it actually, takes longer to unravel than
0: physical abuse yes it really does Mm
1: -hmm. yes
0: I love how you mentioned that you maybe didn't realize it at the time or until you Mm -hmm. look back because I can totally understand that I really was like pulled out like and like forced by my my best girlfriends to take a look at my relationship outside of myself because when I was in it I was very defensive of him saying, oh, he's just under a lot of stress or you don't know how he is when he's being nice Mm -hmm. or, you know, defending him a lot because I love him. And that's what we will do, you know. Um, And then now out now that I've been outside of it and I can see the dichotomy of how I feel and what my life's like and how I'm treated and my energy and everything. um, I'm like, whoa, sister, like it's Mm -hmm. shocking to see the difference. So I love that you mentioned that because, you know, sometimes it takes that, it takes a loving friend or just a, a um, just a shift in your environment mm-hmm. to be able to see.
1: Yeah. And so, I, and I feel yeah, like yeah. I had a lot of tools, you know, I mean, I was a yoga teacher right. and I was, you know, really on this, on this, um, trajectory, this path of really being, um, a teacher and, and understanding the <laughs> principles of yoga and, I remember sitting in the in therapy with him and we would do like couples counseling and then we would each have like a time to speak alone. And I remember sitting with the therapist one day and saying, I just feel like I'm evolving and he's not. And she looked at me mm-hmm. and she said to decide how long you want to stay. And, you know, God, I love these counselors and these therapists because they don't want everyone ever want to tell you what to do you have to figure it out on your own. And that's, we really, yeah. we really have to come to our own awareness when we come to it and, and no one can tell us, people could tell us the same thing over and over again, but we're not going to be ready to hear it until we're, we're ready to act. So I think honestly, Sarah, and I know this sounds funny, but I think this, the power of meditation and the power of yoga is so important because it peels away the layers of an illusion. We have to just be ready to meet it when we see it and drop into that intuition and just go well that doesn't feel right in my gut in my heart in my you know and and yep. if we're if we're you know and i'm all about having a glass of wine on a friday night mm-hmm. like i'm okay with that but i also feel like we have <laughs> yeah. to be mindful of like well what what things are we choosing to embark in or and participate in that are keeping us distracted from listening to our own intuition i mean i was I don't have an alcohol problem. Like I love drinking wine once a week, maybe. Um, But I remember when I was married, I would drink more like he would, he would have a beer almost every night and it was just normal, you know? And, and I would have a glass Mm -hmm. of wine every night. And and then I remember thinking like, okay, now if I really want to make a decision here, I have to be sober completely. And I just stopped drinking. I was like, I, I think I'm just going to not drink mm-hmm. for a while. And I remember him giving me so much grief about it. And then he was like, okay, fine, whatever. I didn't tell him why, but I remember just being mm-hmm. so clear after that. It was like, whoa, these things are really clouding my mind. And so I think taking yeah. out practices that will, um, support you in clearing the mind. Like I don't cleanse to just get skinny, I cleanse so that I can clear my mind. So I think taking on yes. practices that will help you help support in that and finding your allies is really important. And really just ask. I, I, I remember ask, praying at my altar and just saying, will you just show me a sign? I'll tell you this story, actually. You want to hear a funny story about that? So I yes, remember I like stories. praying all the time. <laughs> I would set up, I had my altar set up at the foot of my bed and The girls were so little, they would sit with me while I was meditating and they were so sweet. And I remember praying one day, like, God, I just need a sign. I'm really scared. I don't know what to do. You know, I was really scared and I was driving the car that day and I was sitting at the, the stoplight and I was literally like, just my brain was all over the place. And I looked up across the street and there was this big billboard, I swear to God, and it was all black. And I don't even know what it was advertising, but in the right-hand corner in white letters, it said, in, it said don't be afraid. And then there's a period. And then it said, God, period. And I was like, oh. Oh, Oh my God. God. (laughs) (laughs) So so I think, like, when we're really open to, like, asking for help, like, Mm -hmm. okay, I got to find my friends. Okay, I have to clear my mind. Because God God will help you. Spirits, divine, source will help you if you take your own responsibility. Like, you have to show up, too, right? And so, you know, how can I clear my vessel? How can I find my friends? You know okay, where can I be strategic? Where can I not be in fear? Where can I trust? And then you, you call in your angels and your guides and they come and they show you. And then you have to just ask, when is it time? And then you'll know, you know, that's how it worked for me anyways. (laughs)
0: I know I'm so glad that you are saying this. I'm over here my neck's about to break from all the nodding. <laughs> it is nodding like crazy. I've I've absolutely been through all of these different parts that you're saying. I've been through the the numbing due to the like overwhelming like fear and stress. I've I've been through the sobriety and the intention of seeking massive um intu- intuitive guidance and clarity. Um I've been like at the like miracle shower of flow and being just so in alignment that everything just happens really effortlessly. And that's, I'm so thankful to say where I'm at right now. And I love how you say you have to show up and you have to do the work. And, um, you know, everyone who listens to this show knows that like, I am always advocating for a morning routine, waking up before your children, before your needs, like the world hit and really taking that time to meditate mm-hmm. and to do yoga and to journal and read something inspiring. I love to listen to Abram Hicks rampages um, right when I wake up. Like I mean, I just stick my earbuds in and like while I'm doing my morning pee, I'm already <laughs> listening to It's a good day. It is a good morning, you know, and it just helps me because it's easy especially when you're dealing with something stressful like court dates and custody and those sort of things that your mind can easily my mind anyone's mind can go into negative vibes and fearful talking and then we just attract more of that so i love that you pointed that out and i'm i'm seeing the difference of when i really commit and i really get clear how beautiful life can be.
1: Well, one thing I do want to say to that too, Sarah, is that first of all, it's scientifically proven that when you wake up in the morning, if you flood your brain with positive thoughts and breathing and breath work and things, you do, you do calm the nervous system. Um, And so I think it's really powerful. Um, Second thing I want to say is that if you want at the end of your show, you can give them my website because I have, when people opt in they get five emails sent to them and it gives them a morning routine. So, and it's, yeah, and it's free. Oh, I love that. You can do that. But the other thing I want to say too is this, and this is important. This is something that I've learned over the last several years is that there's power in the pain and the fear too. Like there's power in the anger. There's Mm -hmm. power in the fear. There's power in the, like the, 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 all those other feelings. So we have to be able to find the balance between, where we're bypassing and just trying to like force ourselves to believe something to be true. Um, So like, I like to look at it like this. So I'll dive down like a mermaid and I'll go into the depths. Like, let me just go Mm -hmm. to the depths and get to like, why I even want this divorce or why I'm afraid and what I'm afraid of. And let me excavate that out. I know now what I'm fighting or what I'm dealing with. And then I can be a sense of a positive ally to this, thing, this shadow side of myself. Right now that we don't want to avert or avoid because it'll always be laying dormant. I call it like it's, it's dormant. It's underneath that. Like, Oh, I have it. It's okay. I got everything. It's fine. It's fine. I'm doing my Abraham Hicks, but you know, as well as I do, what Abraham Hicks says is that your emotions rule everything. So we have to honor the emotions because if we're functioning at a level of like, no, everything's great. I got this sooner or later that I got this, is going to crumble if it's, if it's based on deep fear. Now, the other thing I've learned is that just because we're whistling Dixie and playing with rainbows and unicorns one day, doesn't mean it's going to come crashing down the next. So we have to have those tools to know that this is like a journey and a wave. And because I've experienced those flows many Mm -hmm. times where I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. Like just before COVID hit, I was like, oh my God, this is so great. All my bills are paid. Like all this, all that, I got this plan. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, (laughs) you know, and so Mm -hmm. we have to be able to resource. We have to be able to ground. We have to be able to know that we're taken care of by the universe honor the feelings as you 're feeling them like okay i 'm afraid right now, okay, what am I afraid of, And I remember in my meditations, I would follow that thread well i 'm afraid that i 'm not going to make enough money. Well, is that true no that 's not true. okay, what are you really afraid of i 'm afraid of being alone, mm-hmm. so you follow that thread until you get to the end mm-hmm. and that 's con- constant work like mm-hmm. it doesn 't just end in yes. two thousand and fifteen you know like <laughs> right <laughs> right, so I just want to make right. sure that we say that like yes find your rituals and then also remember that that's and keep doing them even when things are great so that if if shit hits the fan Mm -hmm.
0: you're there already (laughs) yes I love that thank Mm -hmm. you for for clarifying that and those who are in my like physical surroundings are very aware of like they're like, okay, Sarah, like you need to, you need to get dressed. <laughs> you need to brush your teeth. <laughs> you know, there was definitely a season. and It wasn't long, maybe, maybe a couple of weeks, maybe three where I was just like mm-hmm. sobbing all day, every day mm-hmm. and really letting myself like with all with so much love and just letting myself, um, be mm-hmm. really sad and be really mad and be really held. And I love how you said, call in your allies and call in your resources and and ask for support because like you know as someone who has full custody for nine years you know that like personally I live very an ocean away from all of my family so if I'm sick or if I'm depressed or working through emotions I still have my daughter here with me so I had to call in resources so that you know she wasn't just Mm -hmm. sitting here with me while I'm going through it. Right. And I didn't have to avoid either. And I really did. Like my friends really stood, stood up and stood in and helped us and would take her on play dates into the park and such. Yeah. Um, not park, but like there, because it was during COVID, but during the to their houses where they have like swing sets or whatever. And, um, and then let me have that time, you know, and it was really beautiful because I know I, I knew I was super supported and, and like you said, able to not, maneuver around Mm -hmm. the feelings but walk straight through them and I love that image of like follow the Mm -hmm. thread it's really lovely I can totally Mm -hmm. see that in a meditational Mm -hmm. meditation meditative sort of way beautiful thank you and I love I just want to reiterate how you said um like okay my fear is that I won't be making enough money or my fear is that I can't take care of my children and is that really true no because that's um it's really that simple, like when you really look at a fear and you're like, well, I can look at my history of my life and see that I'm, I have made money and I have taken care of myself and I have taken care of my child, so I like, can prove to myself that that's something that can happen. But, but then you also said something that ties in really well with that, which is the part of mm-hmm. we are not our past. And we can have the option every morning and every hour and all the time to say, Starting now, starting now, starting now and create a new a new future, a new story, a new present. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's really um, thank you for that. Well, you know, my brand is Dana DeMora Evolution because I feel like we're always evolving. So you know, when we when we practice we just need more practice. Like practice doesn't make perfect, it just means you've gotten New layer of understanding. And then you practice that for a while and then something will come up and then you go deeper. <laughs> and so it's just this ever evolving yes. acknowledgement of self. And, um, yeah. So
0: it's been a journey for sure. <laughs> mm, so beautiful. And I know that will continue. Um, for those of you like, who are like our steady listeners, you know, like you're going to be so benefited because we're going to continue this conversation about money and about, um, ma- managing money and uh, money mindset and really like finding financial freedom as, um, a woman raising her children without the father of her, of her children. Maybe you're co-parenting, you know, but either way, it's still really extremely necessary that that part of your story is healed and moving forward that you feel really supported and financially free. So we're going to keep talking about that. So if you felt that little trigger in your belly or a little, like get a little sweaty around the, the brow when you hear the word money, like we got you, this will. No, it really won't. Away, and, I promise.
1: and when you do fall, like I've fallen before where I'm doing really well and then something happens and I'm losing it. And you you start to recognize like, well, what is really happening here? And we recognize those triggers of where are, if you think back, remember I said my whole thing was the minute he said, it's mine. That was a trigger for me, but I didn't realize that that Mm -hmm. was a trigger for me at the time. I just got mad. So I think recognizing when we're triggered about something is really important and investigating that. And the other thing, I don't know if you, I'm sure you're Katie. Yeah. So for me, oh, yeah. yeah. So for me, I mean, that was a resource <laughs> for me, Sarah, that was just so powerful. Like when people ask me whom I mean, and Sean Korn, because Sean Korn taught me how to speak my truth and to yes. use my yoga as a tool and not, you know, I mean, she just taught, she's my teacher yes. and, and my teacher outside the yoga room is Byron yes. Katie because Byron Katie would ask, is that true? And she just she just rivets you right into the truth and she pulled me out of so much illusion about myself and about my, my self worth. And, and I'm, st- I'm 51 and I'm still have little, little tendrils of things that I have to deal with, you know? So those are re- two mm-hmm. really great resources. Mm-hmm. I think, um, are, are pretty help. We're pretty helpful for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Agreed. I got the honor of meeting Sean a couple of times, Sean Korn, and my God, man, I just like I get happy just thinking about those days so, so much. And I, I too really felt I saw her and was like, and you even mentioned this in the beginning about being a yoga teacher, it's so much more than just like poses or being flexible or a workout or whatever. And, and I really saw that in Sean Korn, and I was like, wow, she's an advocate, she's a speaker, she's a teacher, she's a leader. Um, for women. And yeah, I was like, you know, gosh, that was like 11, 12 years ago that I discovered her. And I was like, I am going to be her when I grow up for sure. <laughs> you know, and so I love that you mentioned her. She's such a powerhouse still to this day, every mm-hmm. day, all the time. She's just rocketing. it. Um, mm-hmm. So speaking of resources, so everybody knows that um, the empowered mama, empowered single mama online course is on its way and it'll be available on sale starting July 5th and it'll start the beginning of August but I, what you guys don't know is that uh, Dana here has agreed to collaborate and share her wisdom and her teaching and we're doing this together which makes it so much more fun and it's the sisterhood vibe and I'm like extremely excited for you guys to be able to have this as a resource and we're going to be talking about things like like money and meditation and practices, like personal practices and rituals and so, so, so much more. So if you're feeling this and you're like, oh my gosh, like Sarah's right. Like Dana DeMar is amazing. Like you're going to just go crazy over what she's going to offer on the course. And I'm just beyond excited about that. And uh, Will you please also um, mention the other amazing things that you have to, available for people? I know you have your Sunday morning... Uh, I think you call it yeah. church, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Will you tell everybody about um other people? Sure, offerings honey. So when people there? sign up on
1: my website, which is my name, it's just Dana dot com and that's all A's D A N A D A M A R A dot com. When people sign up they get um it's either three or five emails and I send emails with um like rituals in the morning you can do essential oils you can use prayers you can do different things like that and um i, I think it's still working so <laughs> um,
0: and yeah, it was I actually working actually signed up too long ago and <laughs> um, I did
1: that. so yes <laughs> so it's really Confirmed. nice because people can use them and then what i oh, something i've also done um is a 21-day meditation it is free um, and so if somebody wants that, they can send me an email and I'll just send them the link. Um, and then I teach, yeah, I teach Sunday awesome. mornings, uh, yoga church at 9am. Um, I'm getting ready. Yeah. Pacific standard time, California, 9am uh, Pacific standard time. So that's early for people in Hawaii. Um, but it's kind of nice 6am. It's a great way to start off Sunday morning. Um, and oh, yeah. then I'm also yeah. getting my own, uh, I don't want to say my own space, but I am going to be moving into a little space to teach yoga classes, social distance to start um, in the next two weeks uh, here in Encinitas. So I'll be live streaming from there too. And yeah, I'm really, really excited I'm about fine. it. Um, and then hopefully I'll come out to Hawaii and stream some classes from your place.
0: I'm going to go ahead and take that hopefully right out of that (laughs) and just say you're coming to Hawaii and we're going to live stream from my place because that makes me very excited to think about. Right. Especially because our birthdays are
1: right near each other. So we could do like some really epic class and
0: I'll just
1: live stream and sweet Ava Uh, will come with me and hang out with Luna and we'll have such a good time.
0: (laughs) That is like making me really excited. Like Leo's celebrating birthday, doing yoga. Like, yes, yes. Our daughter, all the good stuff. It's like, (laughs) yes. I'm so in. And we'll invite all of you. You can join. It'll be so much fun. Yeah. You're just,
1: um, you're doing an amazing job. I'm really proud of you. You know, I don't know if your readers or your listeners know this, um, that you ran an organization called Miracle Girls. Um, I don't know if they know that or not, but do they know that?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I spoke about it a little bit in the first few episodes, but haven't in a while. So, I'm not sure. Well, all I can say I don't think everybody knows. Well, all I can say I did is love that American Sarah Girls. and I
1: are soul sisters in the way that we are both very passionate about our daughters. We're both very passionate about the earth. We're both very passionate about supporting other people. And Sarah ran an organization called Miracle Girls when I started an organization called Girls Elevate. And they ran again, not against, but side by side each other. And then I, I started, yeah. And then I started youth elevate and well, yours was just a little different because yours was for younger girls and mine hit the older, you know, and it's just beautiful to see that. It was perfect. That I, I haven't put that away and I know you haven't either. And I know that it will come up somewhere somehow and, I just feel like your passion is so contagious and I'm just so grateful that we were able to cross paths again. I'm excited for what's
0: next. Oh my gosh, me too. And speaking of like meditation and listening to your intuition, I mean, like I've kept an eye on you via Instagram for all these years, you know? Um, But I was in a meditation and I was like, just, it was like as if someone was just sitting next to me like saying, Hey, day tomorrow day tomorrow and I'm like okay I hear you (laughs) and I literally just like shot you a a dm on instagram and I'm like hey girl (laughs) and then all of these amazing things are just uh, conspiring because of that one little just yeah nudge from my intuition you know and it's just like yeah we have to listen so we have to listen and
1: then we have to be ready to act do. You have to know, because you can listen to your sh- yes, intuition all day it. long, but if you don't act, it's, it's not going to matter. So you have to know that you have those allies and those resources and the tools. And when you hear that intuition calling, you just got to respond. You know, we all know when it's time to go. We all know when it's time to leap. We just have to know that that net. I remember for me, it was like leap and the net will appear. Sometimes it's what you got to do. You got to just jump and know mm, that yes. something's going to catch you.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. they it will. It's so true. So true. And it's those choices that get us out of like it might be uncomfortable, but we're we're getting into that discomfort is really beautiful That's because right. it shifts you out of what was. You know, and I remember, like I mentioned a little bit ago, like uh, just really hitting a lot of grief and. Um, first it was depression then it was fury like grief anger like all these just Mm -hmm. really uncomfortable shitty feeling emotions but before that I was really remember talking to a dear beloved sister of mine saying you know what I'm looking around and I'm not happy with the way my life is like no this isn't right like this is off like I'm like close but no cigar you know and something really big needs to change and like the universe was like oh I hear that, you know, and it was just like one thing after the other. It was like just shoving me out of what I knew. And now, not even that, this was all in like three months. So much better is my life, and so much happier are each hour of my day. And it's just really cool, you know, it's really cool to see what can happen. Like when you, like you said, you know, be clear. Follow, listen to the intuition and then take inspired yeah. action and follow yeah. that intuition it's for sure so anytime you. that was fun I'm getting so excited I'm like so happy for you that you're going to go on a walk with your friend right now because my body's like vibrating with oh so I've just energy. been able to like this, run down the you space, know I feel so, so grateful when we live <laughs> because I
1: can walk to the, to the ocean so I've been making it a point to do it every day because otherwise yes. when we don't touch mother earth in some way we start Good. to forget that deep connection that we have
0: oh, yes and on, look mm-hmm. at that. Is that energy there's energy everywhere <laughs> and on that note I'm going to let you go and thank you again so much for your wisdom your presence taking the time being you just being your perfectly imperfect authentic oh, I, love awesome you too. Self. I love you and I Thank you, everybody who's here listening. I received that. Thank you. Mm. and um, Thank you so I'll much, Sarah. Attached. That was a blessing. We'll Have a beautiful soon. day, honey. We'll talk <laughs> soon. All right. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye-bye. If you like the Show It Off podcast, then you will also like the Show It Off book club. I have hand selected a library of books that will empower you and keep you on track with your confidence building goals. Reading has always been a huge love of mine and if it weren't for the books that I feel like are my friends that have taught me so much, I just don't know where I would be now. That is why I started the Show It Off book club and I hope you will join the club. It's free, it's fun, it's easy. How to join? Just go to at show it off podcast page on Instagram, follow the page, see the post where I list all of the books on the list. It's a picture of a stack of books. I will help you find it. Start your own empowering library. Tune in each Friday for the conversation starter videos I post of the chapters we are on, and I'll post them on the show it off podcast Instagram page. If you can read one to three chapters a week, you will be set. If you can't, you can still see the videos anytime, but it would be amazing if you were able to leave comments and share your thoughts with the chapters we're on with the group in real time. This is to help you really integrate the high vibe thoughts you need to be a part of your life in order to truly embody being deeply self-loving and shamelessly and unapologetically confident. So join the Show It Off book club today. Every play of this show means the world to me. Thank you for your time and for listening. I'd love to hear from you now. Questions and comments are welcomed at showitoffpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for subscribing to the Show It Off podcast And if you have a moment, if you could leave a review on iTunes, it would help other people to find this message of confidence. You could also help someone build confidence by texting this episode to at least one person now. Being self-loving means being authentic, bold, and confident. So shamelessly and unapologetically, show it off.